What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we had some postseason clinchers, some exciting ones yesterday. I think the most exciting one was the Marlins. The Marlins are going back to the postseason for the first time since 2003. Of course, 2003 was the year they won the World Series. They haven't been back to the playoffs since then. And we said at the onset of this season that we could probably see something crazy like the Marlins making the playoffs. That was like the running joke once it was announced that there would be a 60-game season. Everyone was like, yeah, even the Marlins could make the playoffs. Well, it's happened. It's happened. They defeated the Yankees yesterday 4-3 to in extra innings. And they clinched a postseason berth. So from the laughing stock of baseball over the last several years to a postseason berth, they've turned it around. And I mean, this is the third year that, uh, you know, the new ownership group has been in place with Jeter and co. But it's huge. I mean, this team fought through COVID. You know, they had that COVID outbreak very early in the season where basically the entire team got it. You know, they, they fought through scheduling issues because of that COVID. They had a bunch of doubleheaders and things like that to make up for all those games that they missed. But uh, they, they've had some really good They've had some really good uh, storylines this year. So um, a couple things. I, I do want to mention that they've had some players come up who have been really good. So the first guy is Sixto Sanchez, 22-year-old right-hander. And he really does look like a future ace. He was acquired in the JT Realmuto trade with the Phillies. And in his first five starts, he went 3-1 and one with a 1.69 ERA. His fastball touches 100 miles an hour. And that's probably his third best pitch. And, you know, he's a Dominican pitcher who has, like, a lot of swag and everything. Very confident guy. And he he tries to model his game after Pedro Martinez, you know, a fellow uh, Dominican right-hander. Miguel Rojas, the 31-year-old shortstop for the Marlins, has, has just been – he's been the face of the club this year. He's hitting 308, and, you know, he, he commands respect in the clubhouse, and everybody really, you know, sees how good of a player he is. But – you know, he's he's been the face of the team. So I want to give him a shout-out. A shout-out. Obviously, they have good young players, too. They have guys like, uh, you know, Brian Anderson, who doesn't really get enough love. But Miguel Rojas has been their guy this year. And, of course, you know, Don Mattingly, their manager. Been through a lot, made some tough decisions, everything. Um, but he's been there over the past few years, and he, he, he deserves a lot of the credit as well. But... Yeah, so so at this point, the Marlins are going to the playoffs for the first time since 03 when they won it all. We'll see, you know, what they what what awaits them in the first round in the wild card round. But I mean, they're they're celebrating um, this accomplishment right now for the next day or so before they get back to business. But yesterday, Sandy Alcantara struck out nine against the Yankees and helped them get the win in ten innings. Another team that clinched a postseason berth, we have the Cincinnati Reds, another National League team. They they have snuck into the postseason. They were they were actually at at one point this year six games under five hundred. Uh, things were looking bleak for them just a few weeks ago, uh, about a month ago, and on even as recently as September twelfth, that was two weeks ago. Fangraphs gave them a seventeen percent chance of making the playoffs. Well, they've overcome that and they have made the playoffs. They got a 7-2 victory over the Twins at Target Field in Minnesota yesterday, and that clinches their first postseason berth since 2013. And 
The Reds actually hold the first nationally wildcard spot right now. So that means that they're currently slated to face the Braves, who clinched that two seed yesterday in Atlanta in the wildcard series, which begins on Wednesday. But this is a Reds team that, yes, they snuck in, but they could get hot. This could be a team kind of like that uh, that San, San Francisco Giants team that won the wild, uh, wild card in, in, what was it, like 20, I want to say, what was it, like 2014 or something like that. And just rode that all the way to a World Series. Not to say that the Reds are going to go to the World Series, but this is a team with some momentum right now. And if you look at the rotation with you know Bauer, uh, Castillo, guys like that, you know at the, at the front of it, Sonny Gray, they have the arms at the front. Their bats are are getting hot. You know Castellanos, Mustakis, uh, Jesse Winker, Vado, uh, Eugenio Suarez. They have the pieces, and and this could be a team that gets some momentum. And, and we see do some damage in October. So congrats to the Cincinnati Reds. Um, did I mention? I'm pretty sure I mentioned Trevor Bauer. Obviously, he's a National League Cy Young front runner for sure. So we we could see some special things in Cincy this year. They clinch a postseason berth yesterday. So those are the two ones I really wanted to touch on. The Astros also clinched a berth. They're going to be going back to postseason. Um, they'll be doing it with the second spot in the AL West. The, I, I said that the Braves clinched the number two seed. They did it on a Freddie Freeman walk-off home run. He's making a case for MVP. The Braves announcers are really trying to get him that. They're, they're just saying it, chanting MVP. That's what they're going to do for their guy. I mean, obviously on a winning team, and he is putting up MVP numbers. I mean, Freeman's just very consistent. He's going to get some votes. He, he definitely will get some votes. We'll see if he... If he wins it, but he definitely improved his credentials yesterday. The storyline is there. You know, storyline always matters with um, MVP, you know, uh, leading player on a winning team, things like that. In that game also, uh, Acuna Jr. hit hit a 495-foot home run uh, to lead off to lead off the bottom of the first. That's his longest uh, – actually, that's the longest home run hit in the majors this year, 495 feet. But the Braves defeated the Red Sox yesterday. That score of 8-7 to seven in the bottom of the 11th at Truist Park in Atlanta. Jackie Bradley Jr. went yard for the Red Sox. He's shown some... You know, he's going to be a free agent this offseason. Uh, JBJ, he's going to be a free agent. He's showing some power here. Trying to, you know, obviously not like anything he does in the last few games of, of uh, you know, this year is really going to do much for his value. But his numbers offensively this year have been pretty solid. I mean, he has a 786 OPS, 279 average. A guy who's not really known for his bat, but this year has been pretty good. So a home run yesterday for him, his sixth of the year. Um, but the Braves defeat the Red Sox by a score of 8-7. to seven. Nate Pearson's back. He's back on the bump in Toronto. And yeah, he, he was on the shelf for over a month with a flexor strain, but he looked fine yesterday. He was throwing 101 miles an hour. I mean, he hit 101.5 to strike out Austin Hayes of the Orioles. And, okay, you, you, you figure he's healthy if he's throwing that hard. But um, Pearson tossed an inning and two-thirds scoreless on 24 pitches yesterday. So he could fill either a high leverage role or a bulk role, you know, both coming out of bullpen once the Blue Jays get to the postseason, which is what they have Tuesday's postseason opener. And they start this coming week the um yeah as, as i was saying the playoffs are right around the corner the final tickets are being punched and um we're seeing the field be set here 
And um, Nate Pearson's not going to be starting for the Blue Jays, but he will be. He will be coming out of the bullpen, and that's that's good. It's good to see. Good for him. Wilson Contreras hit a big home run for the Cubs yesterday. I mean, he he had a two homer night, but one of them was uh he took a 99 mile an hour fastball from Dylan C's opposite field. Um, they were playing the White Sox, so in Chicago, staying in, in their city, but they 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 powered their way to a 10 nothing win over the White Sox, and um. Yeah, that's a that's a good sign. That's a good sign for the Cubs. Uh, they got they got five home runs, offensively, two of them from Contreras, and then a seven inning outing from Yu Darvish. Yu Darvish, um, the Cubs reduced their magic number for the NL Central to one. So either one more Cubs win or one more Cardinals loss, and that will seal the number three seed for the Cubs in the postseason and give them that National League Central flag, the first one they've had since 2017. So um, good, good game for them yesterday, obviously, and uh, much need a win. You Darvish looking like a stud out there. But that's that's kind of it for today. It's a bit of a short one. I wanted to just give a lot of credit to the Marlins. Really, that's what I want to touch on, and they're they're the feature featured team today. But yeah, that's gonna do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.